Hi, welcome to Three Dog. You're listening to a flow class taped live in our studio. When you're ready, grab a mat and let's get started. All right. We're going to start in constructive rest. So, Veronica, are you at the cabin? Ah, oh, yes. Nice. Good timing. Constructive rest at the Tahoe cabin. Constructive rest is lying down with the soles of your feet on the floor, knees together. Bring your hands to your center line. That's nice. You can also choose something that that works better for you if that does. Beginning with rest, if you are concerned about... uh, the, the need to move, right? We will move. We will move through every range of motion you got. So we're going to begin with the end in mind, and that you are whole and complete as you are. Whatever is going on around you or within you, right? you have this still calm place to be. Have a few moments to acknowledge uh, your body, your heart, your mind, anything that's present with you in those spaces. And beginning with rest is a reminder that we don't earn rest. We don't need to earn rest. It's part of the yoga practice. It's part of the human experience. Even if we're doers and we love being doers, the rest helps us do better. One more breath here that you let out through your mouth. Just allow it to escape. No hard work, just release. Then you're going to bring your knees in towards your chest. Give them a good hug. Like a hug, yeah. Yeah, just like practice your hugging skills. Then little rock side to side. So just give your body some really pleasant movement. Whatever that means. Like love to be rocked, right? That must be why it's called like rock and roll. I mean, come on, like rock music, like rock and roll. Like we love rock. Just like get it there in your body, in your cells, in your tissues, in your mind. And then back at center at some point, at some point, take one knee in each hand and let them spin around like DJ style. So we're going from rock to hip hop. We are just like going to cover all the bases today. I don't know how we're going to work Mozart into this, but uh, we're definitely going to do some acid jazz for sure. All right. With these big knee circles, as big as you can get them. If you want to take your arms away from it, let the arms stretch out wide. Continue with the leg circles. Just let them get big and weird. Yeah, still keeping that kind of rhythm of the rocking that we had going, just following your natural pace. 
And then next round through, when you feel well balanced with both of these, uh, go ahead and bring your feet to the floor and walk them out wide. And go to like the edges of your mat or go beyond the edges of your mat and let your knees fall side to side in windshield wiper twists. So you got just this like big motion of the hips and side bodies. Have lots of twists to do today because Michael was in Indiana for two weeks. And I'm assuming that in Indiana, all they do is like fry candy bars and then you eat them for is that is that pretty what they it's kind of like the Scotland of America. It's the uh, Next time you take your knees over to the right, roll onto your right shoulder and press up to deer pose. So you'll be facing the back of your room, lifting your chest, and then you're going to tuck your shoulder and roll to the other side. Tuck and roll and deer pose other side. And you're just going to go back and forth with your breath. Range of motion is up to you. Let it feel good. When you take that roll, you sort of tuck your shoulder so that you can roll across the shoulder blades easily. Nothing gets uh, stuck there. One more round through till you've balanced both sides to your contentment. Then back at center, pause, bring your hands to your center line. Any shape of pose will do, but bring your hands to center line. Feel your breath. Feel the, the waves of motion, the, the echoes of the waves. And then I'm going to bring the knees to right angles, arms out to the side, stretch them wide. Like you got room, stretch way wide. If you don't have room, you got cactus and, and just let, let that be wide. The knees side to side in belly twisting pose. Again, to any degree that you want to kind of intensify this, you can shape that frame of the legs really precisely and get this to be pretty intense as you hold those right angles or maybe it's like Friday of a long weekend and like keeping your heels a little close to your hamstrings keeping this rhythm of gentle rock is good for you right Next round through, once you've balanced your two sides, come on back to the center line. And we're going to take those knee circles without the hands. But you're going to incorporate a reclined pigeon. So as you move side to side, it's right leg over, then left leg over. Just let us get as big and weird as you have space for. Hip mobility is what we're after. It's full range of motion and active range of motion. Your hips ability to do this. There is no right or wrong mobility. There's just your native range of motion. And keeping that feeling really good. Right? That's all we want to do. One more round. Balancing your two sides, 
So like, yeah, in, in yoga, it's like George Orwell writing two is always one. Like there's, there's two and one every time. Knees to nose. You're going to curl in when you're done. Tuck tightly in. Feel your spine round. So it's like the uh, like upward facing child's pose. Then on an inhale, we're going to extend out. Legs forward, arms back. Head down. Lowest rib down. Shoulder blades up. And then curl again. Tuck tight. And you've got this extension outward, and it could be like uh, like mountain pose or handstand, but it could be more like down dog that you're extending out, right? So you choose how to how to work the arms and legs here, but curl with your exhale, get real tightly in, tuck in, and then any range of motion, your head down, lowest rib down, shoulder blades up. One more time through. When you extend, two things to pay attention to: sacrum level. Hips are flat, lowest rib is down. And then curl in, stay here, tuck tight. And just arrive at seated as you're like feeling a rock or if you just press your way up, do that. Getting a seated, have a full breath in. Let you let out through your mouth. Again, just like letting it out. There's no force, there's no need to force. Body's gonna empty. And then lips gently closed, breath in and out through the nose for ujjayi breathing. Use the muscles of your throat there to create your own rhythm. So you just got this steady baseline, simple, easy to follow. Oh, simple to follow. Easy when we have our mind and our body, but that's not always easy in and of itself. One thing that helps, a little movement. So shoulders up to your ears as you breathe in. Really find the top of the breath as you bring the shoulder blades back and then down. Pull them down and, and just a little accentuation of the end of the exhale. So do that again a few times with just both shoulders together where you find top of the inhale and bottom of the exhale, which is top of the movement, bottom of the movement too. And then you can keep it like this or go one shoulder at a time. And as you go one shoulder at a time, you might bring this into a twist. So it's not just shoulder motion, but full rib cage motion side to side. You may prefer to stay with shoulder action. It's totally cool. You to you. You still have that idea of full breath where you're kind of hiking the shoulder up and going back as you inhale. There's a top to this. And then that pulling down and coming to center as the end of the exhale. Once you got uh, both sides balanced, your last one that is actually two. <laughs> back to center and pause. Let the center of your chest lift. Let the back of your skull lift. So you're sitting really tall, just kind of like ironing out any uh, any pleats or, or wrinkles are on the front and back of the body. We're going to take the arms out, hands from shoulders. So you're just reaching out like someone's going to give you something that's like just really enticing. What we're going to do, this is going to be fun because you're looking at me, I'm looking at you, and uh, 
Let's just not even look. We're going to cross right arm underneath the left. Right. Turn your hands back to face each other and grab the uh, hands. So hold hands, but in the most awkward way you can possibly do it. Then bring the arms in toward you and send the arms out again. So the, the hands are laced, holding your own hands, bring them in and up toward your face. Out. So we're moving uh, forearm stuff around. We're also connecting the action of forearms to shoulders, a lot like we do an eagle. If this is awkward and weird. Yes, it's awkward and weird. One more, but super therapeutic for the shoulders. Now undo it, arms back, uh, out like you're going to get a present, you're reaching for it. And then left arm underneath. Turn the palms back to face one another, lace fingers. Got hooked up. Bring them in. Pulling the elbows toward one another, the lace fingers up towards your face. And then back. Keep your chest lifting. Keep the back of your head lifting. There might be a strong urge to send your body with your arms. Uh, see if you can keep the body in upright, seated posture as you're moving through this. Good. Last one. Up towards your face. Out. Arms apart. Out wide. If you got space, go real wide. If you need cactus arms, do it. Reach through your middle fingertip. Or if you got cactus arms, press your elbows out. Spread wide through front and back body. We're going to squeeze the shoulder blades together without moving your head forward without moving your chest forward. You're just pulling the shoulder blades together on your back and then letting that loose. Do that a couple more times where you feel the shoulder blades squeeze. The proverbial hold a pencil between your shoulder blades that some yoga teacher somewhere came up with. And all I see is like lead poisoning from that. But, you know, other yoga teachers have said juice a lemon. That sounds sticky and weird. Uh, but whatever it gets, I like sliding doors. Yeah, shoulder blades like sliding doors on your back. Also, if you haven't seen that movie, like just see that movie. It's an interesting, it's good, it's fun. Slow release, hands to your lap. Breathe in. And breathe all the way out. Just feeling your upper body, upper back, rib cage area. What's going on there? Your shoulders, your arms, maybe a little shakiness that seems weird, but that was actually a lot of work. We're gonna come over to down dog. Plant your hands, bend your knees, send your hip crease up and back. Breath in. Open your mouth, let it go. We're going to look forward and walk forward. Top of the mat, ragdoll. Wrap your arms and you can get a sway side to side where you're bringing Weight into one foot and then to the other. So it's a sway of the hips. It's a sway of the legs. Good. We will get into the sway of the upper body. But for right now, your upper body is staying centered between your legs. This is how to know what you're doing. Your spine is staying centered between your legs. Your legs and hips are moving. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, I just want you to be concert ready, guys. You got to like, you know, just like get all the swaying muscles. So coming back to center, you've got hips at the center line. Legs are going to stay still. Now you're going to move your rib cage side to side. So now you're like that pendulum, that grandfather clock, kind of side to side. Good. Really nice. There's a different musculature working, different awareness. Maybe this is not your default, or maybe this is your default uh, sway. It's good to know what kind of swayer you are. I don't think there's like a Reddit quiz for that yet, but there will be. There absolutely will be. Come on back to a center line, and here you're going to let your head turn side to side. So here everything is staying still, except... It's like you're saying the like most slow motion no you possibly can. Just easing through that with this slow, steady rhythm. Then come on back to center with that. And arms are on your legs. Feet are about as wide apart as your mat. You're going to have your form slightly inside your thighs. So press the palms together, form slightly inside the thighs. Sit back to about half squat. And then notice if your knees are kind of knocking in, if they're falling in a little bit. Press your arms out into your legs, legs into arms. Keep that action as you move up and down into this half squat. Just keep the frame of the legs really strong. So for a lot of us, it's going to be tempting to uh, have the knees draw in. If you have a really hard time with that, you may need to walk your feet in just a bit. Right? But for most of us, if we press the arms a little out and focus on keeping the strong frame of the legs, right? it's just the, it's the awareness. Right? And uh, by awareness, I mean it starts to burn a lot more when we do it that way. Does anyone feel like that? Oh, good. Yes, good. Yeah, if you feel like this is doing more for you now than your normal little uh, adventure through this, you just found the correct way for your body to do this. Uh, believe it or not, the correct way for your body to do this is not the easier. It's not the easier route. And it's not correct because it's hard. It's correct because you're keeping your joints lined up well uh, and not uh, kind of letting them be the... Uh, prime loaders in this. Slowly release down into your fold, hands to the mat. We're going to walk feet together. We're going to take our time coming to standing. So you're going to press your feet down. You're going to act like it's cat pose in your back and round and roll up. As you get to the top, the big shoulder shrug here, the shoulder blades slide down. The back of your head lifts up. Reach down through your fingertips and just uh, the distraction of the arm bones where you're pulling down toward the floor, lengthening the arms, and then hands to heart center. We'll pause. Full breath in and empty it out. And when you breathe in, reach up, mountain pose. When you breathe out, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back, high or low push-up. 
Breathe in, upward facing dog. Nice. Breathe out, down dog. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, bow. Breathe in, reach up, mountain pose. Press your feet down. Keep pressing them down. We're going to sit back into Uktasana. Keep your legs in that strong frame where the knees do not knock together. Press your feet down. Inhale, reach up. If your knees naturally touch, that's cool. They're just not heavy towards center. Exhale, bow forward. Breathe in. Lift halfway. Plant your hands. Step back. High to low push-up. To high push-up. To low push-up. To upward facing dog. And downward facing dog. Walk your hands back to your feet. Feet are about shoulder distance apart. Maybe mat distance apart. We're going to sit back. Keep that strong frame of knees over ankles. Then stand up. And reach through your arms. Fan your fingers out. As you sit back, keep the strong frame of knees over ankles, and then bow forward, hug in, press your feet down, pull your navel center up, let your head go. When you inhale, walk your hands out, high plank, and take this one all the way to the floor, locust pose, squeeze and lift, keep the upper body up, just place hands and feet down, you're in cobra on your exhale, when you inhale, Squeeze the shoulder blades together like sliding doors on your back to lift you higher. Then exhale, release down slow. Press up, hands and knees to down dog. Rest your hands down forward, hips up and back. Look forward, walk or lightly hop, top of the space. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold. Feet are together. You're going to sit back to Ukatasana. Your knees, they stay over their ankles. Like if they're touching, if your ankles are touching, that's one thing. If your ankles aren't touching, your knees aren't either. Exhale, bow forward. That was like the sloppy uh, short way to, to define that, but it's true. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back, high to low push-up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, downward facing dog. Breathe in, right leg up and back behind, three leg dog. Breathe out, bend the knee in towards your chest. Big step, low lunge. You'll breathe in and reach up for crescent. Really reach from feet to fingers, just like totally on. Then hands to heart, bend the mat. Step back, high to low. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, downward facing dog. Squeeze your left leg tightly, then take it up behind you. Stays tight. It reaches up as your right heel drops down. Bend your knee into your chest. Rock forward. Big step. Press your feet down. Reach up from feet to fingers. Expand. Hands to heart, then the mat. Step back. High to low. Breathe in. Upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. 
We're going to take the right leg up and back again. Squeeze it tightly. Reach it up. Bend the knee. Draw it into your chest. Big step. Low lunge. Reach up. Bright feet to fingers. And then twist. Left elbow outside, right thigh. Rotate. Inhale. Open your arms. Arm to leg. Leg to arm. Then look to your mat. Unwind. Plant your hands. Low push-up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Nice. Breathe out, downward facing dog. Breathe in, left leg up and back. Drop your right heel down as you reach the toes up. Bend your knee in and step. Press your feet down, reach up. Hands to heart, twist. Lift your chest. Press your feet down when you inhale. Open your arms. Unwind. Plant your hands. Step back. High lunge. Breathe in. Upward facing dog. Breathe out. Down dog. Get empty. When you inhale, right leg up and back behind. Drop the left heel down. Reach the right toes up. Bend your knee. Draw it into your chest. Big step, back foot flat, come around for warrior two. And exhale, side angle pose, bring your arm inside the front leg. Stay low in your front leg, come up through warrior two and reverse warrior. Sit deeper in the front leg, knee in line with the ankle. This shows up here too. Up to warrior two, hands to the mat, check that your front toes are pointing straight ahead. Then step back, low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Breathe in, left leg, up and back. Drop your right heel down. Bend your knee, big step. Toes are pointing straight ahead, back foot flat. Warrior two, front toes stay pointing straight ahead. Knee stays pointing straight ahead. Side angle pose. When our knee wants to knock in, our foot will try to do the same. Don't let it. Anchor your front foot as you come up and back. Reverse. Send your front knee forward and cartwheel up. And then check in with your foot. Then step it back. Low push. Breathe in. Upward facing dog. Breathe out. Down dog. Breath in. Breath all the way up. Look through your hands, walk or lightly hop to seated. Went down to your back and take bridge or wheel. Plant your feet about hip distance apart, could be a little wider. And your toes could point straight ahead, they could point a little out to the side. Bridge or wheel, you just go, don't think about it. But if you have to think to try to decide, it's wheel. Like that's just it. Like if you're thinking, like that means there's an option. There's an option, you try the option. You know what happens if you don't end up in wheel? Like you end up in bridge and it's totally fine. But you didn't waste that mental energy on the uh, kind of wavering back and forth. Your breath in. Breath out. Slowly make your way down. Take your time when you arrive on the mat. Just however you arrive is good. Just your body is good. The way you landed is good.
you're on the floor, life is good. In this moment, right? You've got a functioning, breathing body. And if there's anything that body needs, right? if you need any stretches, postures, water, a blanket, get those things. Make your way to Shavasana, full rest. So if Shavasana is not a comfortable pose for you, that's okay. Uh, you can change the positioning if it's a physical discomfort. Change the position. Sometimes it's a mental discomfort. Right? Like, if so, right, you're just going to give yourself grace with that. It's a practice that each of us needs in our life. Right? Not necessarily the yoga, shabasana, bit capital S, right? but. But the rest, the being still, again, giving yourself mental rest, for your mind to have space for new thoughts, creativity, and openness, get emotional rest. Whatever maelstrom vicissitudes life brings. And this moment of being alive without those attachments that pull us into overwhelm. And there's this kind of concept of shavasana where we practice remembering our our spirit that part of us that lives in this body that is aware of this body is aware of this heart and aware of this mind but is something right, deeper this gentle awareness that can see who we are and is part of who we are at the same time. In that awareness, we recognize life as finite. And the concept of Shavasana reminding ourselves that while we are alive right now, we don't know anything about the future. We do know we're here. It's good to be here. When you are ready to move again, let your breath move through your body, spread out through your hands and feet like you're testing the boundaries of you. Oh light movement, like shimmering your, your hands and feet awake and the, the wonder of movement after being still. You can roll to a comfortable side and make your way up to seated. 
As you come to seated, get tall, spread out, have a breath. Open your mouth, let it out. And just let it escape you. It's going to leave, it's going to be done. Then you'll take the next breath in. We'll draw hands together at heart center, letting the heart lift in the chest so as if the heart is meeting the hands. It actually kind of is if your thumbs are to your sternum, the heart's attached to the other side. Maybe you feel your heartbeat, you feel your breathing with your hands. Those sensations of being alive. We bring that thumbs to your forehead center in a gesture of linking body, heart, mind in appreciation of one another. That was awesome, y'all. Thanks for being here. Namaste. Super well done. Hope you guys have a great day, whatever you do. Have fun out there. See you soon.